to lead up in the role of scheduler and dispatcher. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for business aviation news. Created in 2008, the NBAA Schedulers and Dispatchers Outstanding Achievement and Leadership Award recognizes individuals who have shared their expertise, provided extraordinary service, and exhibited leadership in their important roles throughout business aviation flight departments. I'm pleased to welcome today three past recipients of the award to share their insights and experiences, along with their perspectives on how schedulers and dispatchers can exemplify leadership every day. I think a scheduler and dispatcher is often in the position of leading up. They have access to a number of the different stakeholders in an organization, and although they might not have stated authority, they have information and are a, have the ability to communicate that back out through the flight department. And so I see them having some real power in that regard and using it wisely to positively impact the whole organization. So I think they have more leadership capability, leadership authority and autonomy at times than it may appear at first glance. That's Kelly Rittenhouse, CAM, Director of Aviation for Hangar Aviation Management, and a 2018 recipient of the Outstanding Achievement and Leadership Award. Also joining us is Amy Thornton, Flight Operations Manager for Lowe's Aviation, who was recognized with the award in 2017. Amy, how do you define leadership in the S&D role? I believe the leadership role of a, of a scheduler and dispatcher is more like a servant leadership, where we're constantly listening and we, we involve our empathy. Uh, our awareness, our persuasion, those types of things to really impact the overall department. We have the ability to feed from multiple sources. So we have to make sure that each of the entities within the aviation department are aware of the scheduling, the inputs from the corporate office. So we're a constant flow of information, which does empower us because uh, information is power. My third guest is Lisa Schwartzwelder, a 2018 honoree and director of shuttle operations and flight administration for L Brands. Really, to me, it's a, it's a person who inspires and supports and celebrates others and provides pathways to others. So really um, extending a hand up and in is really what I consider admire in a leader. Uh, basically, that's across all roles. It's someone whose actions and behaviors are aligned with the values and guiding principles of the organization. We walk the talk, right? So when I think about the scheduler and dispatcher, it's those who invest in lifelong learning. They tinker and engage to improve their craft. They're so vital as a front line and first impression of the organization or flight operation. They triage all the information coming in and translate all the information going out. So it's, it's a leader is acknowledging that immense responsibility to effectively communicate, ask questions, be transparent. And that's the vital link to our safety cultures and also the way we provide exceptional service. So Lisa, how can schedulers and dispatchers really go above and beyond in demonstrating these qualities, given that they already do so much as part of their everyday roles? You're right. You're right. I think so. I think that they are the conduit of the tempo, the energy in a department, a communication hub, but also what they contribute is a, you know, tentacle to all cross functions 
And the more enthusiasm and energy and passion about their role and how they contribute is is pretty powerful. And I, I think it sets the stage for the rest of the operation. Amy, what do you think? Really to get involved, I mean, to really dig into the different challenges we have in aviation. Uh, for instance, with COVID, uh, there were so many inputs coming in from COVID and we had to disseminate so much information and it constantly changed. So, you know, in my role, I was able to get really involved with both my security and my safety manager to help determine the direction of the department. So I really feel like the way we can empower ourselves and uh, provide leadership in the department is to really get involved on one-on-one basis with each and individual, not just the leaders in the department, but also every pilot, every maintenance personnel. Kelly? Oh, yes, I agree. And I've seen during this um, time, this last year, opportunities where schedulers have been able to evaluate travel that's been outside of the corporate flight Uh, department and realize that they have something to offer. And so by always looking for opportunities to put your flight department in a good light within the corporation and of course within the flight department itself, the scheduler has great ideas and input and being able to share that. I've seen some departments create additional opportunities for their flight department and be a real service to the corporate entity. And that started with a scheduler being attuned to what is happening within their their travel department on the greater whole. So I think there are opportunities for people to see um, how they fit in the larger organization and then support that. We'll have more with our guests in just a moment. But first, this word from NBAA. NBAA Flight Plan listeners, you get your weekly news here. Are you getting the latest daily headlines? The NBAA Insider Daily News Service puts the news you need in your hands every weekday morning, free of charge. Don't miss out. Subscribe today at nbaa.org daily. We're back now with Kelly Rittenhouse, Lisa Schwartzwelder, and Amy Thornton, and our roundtable discussion of leadership and achievement in the scheduler and dispatcher role. Kelly, so far we've discussed how others may lead in their positions as schedulers and dispatchers within their flight department. How do you think your own leadership qualities have developed as you've advanced through your career? I think Amy touched on something right out of the gate, which was listening. I've become a better listener, and it's through the scheduling role, and I was a crew scheduler for many years and interacted with pilots and their um, families as well, and trying to understand what was really important to them. I think that's one of the skills I've tried to focus on as I've moved through an organization. I'll hear people asking questions. I try to listen to hear what it is that they really need, and I think that served me well as I've grown in my own career, and hopefully I'm helping develop that in my teams as I've navigated business aviation. Amy? That's exactly what I said, you know, as I was listening to our questions, it's talk less and listen more. I see that over the time, you know, I was so eager when I first started in the industry, you know, to show myself and how smart I am and how much I can do. And our jobs are so busy, busy, busy that it's hard to stop and listen because you know the next step already, or you feel like you know this next step. So 
it's not always the same. The next step is always different in our industry and we're always changing and you can always grow from new. And, and sometimes it's just a, a couple words that will trigger something else that will allow you to, you know, pivot and, and make the changes that are necessary in the most efficient way and really listening. And I like that Kelly mentioned, you know, we are very involved with not just the personnel that our company employs, but with their families. You know, we affect families, we affect the whole department. So I, I love the fact that Kelly said it. And, and my same idea was that as we grow, we listen more. And as I'm starting to mentor people, I'm trying to train them to that same idea of listening more. And I think you do that so much through example, being the boss. Sometimes the people that report up to me will interrupt me and, and I'll stop and I'll listen to them. And I think it's funny because then they start to take that lead and it becomes very ingrained to stop and listen more. Because in aviation, I think sometimes we try to go so fast that slowing down listening is a, a very key role in safety and leadership both. Lisa, what are some of the lessons you've learned? Oh, gosh, a lot. I love making mistakes. I make a lot of them. So now I just cherish them and own them and keep moving forward. But again, that's that's testament to the organization I work for, right? And, and our flight operation, because we think it's pivotal to our, our safety culture. So through my own journey, I think the pathway of studying other leaders and leadership principles, I've kind of pivoted to become confident and comfortable being my genuine self. So I have this great foundational knowledge that, I, that I've studied and networked with. And now I'm applying my own ideas and being creative as a problem solver. And I'm comfortable doing that. And again, pulling up and out from those who gave so much to me in mentoring or encouragement. I just, I know I'm enough. I know I have something to contribute enthusiastically to the team. And I get excited about doing my best and passing the baton. I'm also good with sharing my feelings and emphasizing soft skills and that alignment to safety, culture, and service. And I think my motto of late is it's okay not to be okay. And having process culture around that to really lift up our teammates, especially amongst the, the times we are living through right now with the pandemic. And I think we'd all agree we've seen those qualities really come to the forefront over the past year. Yeah, boy, so many ways. Again, everyone's a leader. So everyone has really stepped up and into this new space of creativity. We have to be creative. And that's somewhat, on the surface, counterintuitive, right? So we're more prescriptive of checklist and policy and procedures, but this whole new growth of creativity for making everyone's ideas, everyone's coming to the table to say, okay, let's look across who we are and what we do and reinvent ourselves to protect our crews and passengers and add value to the organization the way we know we can. And, you know, looking at MBA and all the ways they have to pivot and offer resources, looking, taking those within our departments, doing the same thing, what fits for our organization and culture. So really, gosh, I, I can't say enough about the agility, a scheduler and dispatcher's way of just pivoting, being agile, and being really comfortable 
with change and being out front with that change. Because tactically, you're looking at, boy, how do we check in our passenger safely? How do we no-touch check-in? Things like that. It's just been brilliant to see how everyone's coming to the table and contributing. And the cross-function partnerships and admiration of working together even more closely on this common problem that it's impacting all the ways we're doing things. Working together to address a common challenge also speaks to other important aspects of leadership, including volunteering outside the organization and mentoring others. Kelly, how important have those actions been throughout your career? I would not be here without those who have mentored me. And I feel that if I can't point to some specific individuals that I have also mentored, then I'm just not, I'm just not doing any service to anyone. And I, I have learned so much and made so many great connections over the years and networked. And I try to introduce young people to the industry, like really young people, even showing them what we're all about and getting them excited about what happens in business aviation. I think it's really important to do that. I, I've just I've gained so much by people who've invested time in me and I really enjoy it. It's one of my favorite things actually is seeing someone have a new opportunity or getting to serve on a committee or standing up as the chair of a committee that I've watched over the years and I get really excited about that. And so I think it's important to give back. I currently am involved with uh, Michigan Business Aviation and I am the new chairman of the board, and I'm excited about what we can do and what our parts can be. And then I find that there's so much you get back even when you're just least expecting it. And so during times like this, this past year, I've really relied heavily on those contacts in the industry, and we've shared about what we're doing and what some of the best practices are, and we've been able to admit that this is uncharted territory. And so no one has the answer. And maybe that's been the great thing about this experience is that we've been able to say no one has the answer. And so we have to rely on one another and ask lots of questions and be able to say, we have to do this together even more than ever before. And so I think that this has been a time where it's helped us strengthen relationships with like our vendors and our business partners in the industry and to admit that nobody knows, but we're all in it together. And so let's all be successful because it will help our industry. Amy? I would not be here without people that have mentored me along the way. And I remember very early in my career, I always found it so humbling when people would completely stop what they were doing, you know, and I'm not kidding, even though Kelly's on this call with us, Kelly is one I've always looked to, you know, Holly Pendleton, some of these people that throughout my career have really mentored me in times where, you know, we didn't work for the same company. We didn't have any affiliation so much in that, but we worked in the same industry and we have a, a love and passion for, you know, the scheduler and dispatcher role. And there's so many things, you know, we don't necessarily compete. You know, we all strive to lift each other up and help each other and make each other's lives easier. And it, it seems like the more we don't reinvent the wheel and we listen to each other and it really makes our job more fulfilling, much easier. 
And you know, when you share tips, it's amazing some of the little things in our job that will really change uh, kind of the trajectory of what we do. Lisa, why is volunteering so important to you? I come from an organization where volunteerism is celebrated, uh, encouraged, supported. So this is near and dear to my heart. And I think it just builds character and also skill sets, especially in the leadership area. So I really took it amongst myself to learn about the nonprofit world, for example, you know, getting interested in the community through community service, I amplified that by getting involved in nonprofit boards. And boy, my eyes were opened and and learned new ways of doing things. And I bring that back to to aviation, right? And business aviation industry. So when we're looking at things like diversity, equity, and inclusion, really learning, taking these topics, partnering with our DE&I office within the enterprise to say, hey, look, look what the work we're doing in the aviation space and honoring those pioneers that might not be as well known as they should, right? There's all these really cool stories of interest that inspire. And this is obviously not my quote at all, but you know, you can't be what you can't see. And we need to educate ourselves and then inspire others. In conclusion, Amy, what advice would you give to schedulers and dispatchers working in our current environment? Probably now more than ever, it is important for people to step up and lead. So you constantly have to step out and I mean, I'm, I'm having to go and seek information constantly to because we get questions every day about can we travel here? Can we travel there? What, you know, what are the restrictions? And being an essential company, it's easy to say, well, we can travel anywhere because we're essential, but you really can't. And so to go out and dig into the information and, and, and encourage others to understand the complexity of this COVID and how much it impacts the flight department. I think that's the importance of leadership is to lead others to also find information because there is so much information out there and one person can't possibly decide on their own, you know, in a bubble what to do next. We've really teamed with our global team. We've teamed with our legal departments and really made the best decisions together. So I don't think in COVID you can do individual leadership, but you can definitely encourage that. Like like I mentioned before, that servant leadership where you're constantly you know, bringing in other people, and it, it's got to be a team on this pandemic situation. Kelly? I would just like to encourage people to get involved. When I think back and I remember seeing some people on a stage uh, that were part of a schedulers and dispatchers community years ago, I thought, they were really impressive, and how did they, how did they get there? And then I put my, raised my hand and wanted to participate. And so I got involved. And what I realized is that those people were also just a lot like me in that I wanted to improve. I wanted to do more. I wanted to learn more. And I thought they were all the smartest people in the room. And each one of them would say to me, I'm not the smartest person here in the room. And yet collectively, that's what they were becoming. And so I would just encourage people to just get involved and you will meet some of the most incredible people. You will have opportunities that you can't 
even begin to imagine I've forged some of the greatest friendships of my life through my participation in volunteering and industry events. And it's a wonderful legacy to have and to share with others. So get involved. You can learn more about the NBAA Schedulers and Dispatchers Outstanding Achievement and Leadership Award by visiting nbaa.org awards. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts in the App Store, wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking Alexa or another connected device, or download them from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. Flight Plan.